Hey everybody, just before we get into this week's episode, just in case you missed the announcement at the top of last week's episode, but Fucked Up are coming to Australia, the absolutely awesome uh, Toronto hardcore punk psychedelic whatever the fuck they're doing now. (laughs) Uh, Incredible live band. Uh, This is their first headlining tour of Australia in quite some time uh, and their first visit overall in about four and a half years. And they are coming to play at Yours and Ours Festival in October, but they'll also be doing three headlining shows in Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. And I have a double pass to give away to a show of your choice, thanks to our good friends over at Frontier Touring. So, if you would like to go see Fucked Up for free, you and a mate, all you've got to do is email barboundspod at gmail.com. I'll need your name, your phone number, which show you would like to attend out of Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane and your favourite episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. That's it. None of this None of this 25 words or less shit. I'm not into that. Let's, let's keep it nice and simple. So once again, barbandspod at gmail.com. I'll need your name, your number, the show you would like to attend out of the Corner Hotel on the 9th of October in Melbourne, the Oxford Art Factory in Sydney on the 10th of October, or Crowbar in Brisbane on the 12th of October. Plus, your favourite episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. And that will be it. I will draw a winner at the end of the month and you will be notified both via the podcast and uh, in your inbox. And you'll get to go see Fucked Up and everybody wins. This episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands was recorded on the land of the Ngunnawal people. We pay our respects to elders past and present and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Enjoy the episode. What's happening, legends? David James Young here for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. Thank you so, so much for tuning in and checking this out. Really, really appreciate your time. It is September 6th, and that means it's a Friday, and that means there are a bunch of new albums out today, and one of them, top of the list, the one I would absolutely recommend above them all, is called Bad Luck Party. It is the debut album from New Zealand's hottest rock band right now, Miss June. I'm such a huge fan of Miss June. I saw them for the first time in December last year, opening for previous guests of the show, The Beths, uh, also a fantastic New Zealand band. Uh, And uh, it was love at first sight. I was already completely hooked by the time they'd finished their first song. And yeah, I am so, so excited that we were able to make this happen. I had a chat with Annabelle, their lead vocalist, and Jun, their guitarist, uh, while the band were in Canberra supporting Ruby Fields, who may or may not be appearing on this podcast in the not-too-distant future. Who's to say, really? 
What I can say is that Annabelle and Junt were so great. They took to this podcast like a duck to water and were just so fun and just great storytellers. And yeah, I was so, so stoked to have them on. I want to give a huge, huge thank you to Rachel Jones-Williams for helping to set this one up. And I also want to give a big thank you to Mr. Evan Birdwell for helping with the uh, audio and the mixing on this one. Really, really appreciate your help, man. Fucking legendary shit. If you are in Sydney, Melbourne, or Brisbane, then Miss June are coming your way very, very soon. On the 11th of September, Miss June will be doing a headlining show at the Vanguard in Sydney. That's with Georgia June, not to be confused with Miss June, <laughs> and Good Pash, which will be an absolute fucking ripper of a show. Uh, on the 12th of September, the band will be in Melbourne at the Croxton Band Room, back in Sydney on September the 13th at the Metro Theatre, and Brisbane at the Trifford on September the 14th, and those last three dates are with friends of the show, June Rats, and previous guests of the show, West Theberton, and I can guarantee those shows are going to be an absolute fucking crazy party. So I am very, very excited about that one. Before we get into it with Miss June for all my friends are in bar bands, just want to let you know, as per usual, that if you like what you hear, then there are a couple of ways then you can help us out. It would mean the absolute world if you could make your way over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Five stars obviously would be a big, big help. You can also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, basically any app that you can think of that supplies podcasts. So if you are not already subscribed, please do so as That's always a big help as well. If you know anyone that might be interested in what we're doing, go on, tell all your friends. Maybe you've got some friends that have seen Miss June. Maybe you've got some friends that are Miss June fans and they would like to know more about them. Maybe you have a friend who's never heard of Miss June and you would like to formally introduce them to them. And we can make that happen as well. (laughs) This podcast serves a lot of functions. And as always, if you have a couple bucks lying around... It would mean the fucking universe to me if you could support myself over on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You keep the lights on here at Bar Bands HQ alongside all my other creative endeavors and get immediate access to bonus content and playlists and any other things that I'm working on. And you get to help support independent Australian music content creation And it is so, so, so appreciated. It's the start of the month, so I want to give a huge shout out to the people that make this all possible, my fucking legendary patrons. So a big, big bar bands thank you, as always, to Amy Gray, Benaya Colbin, Blake Hennequin, Chris Bowden, Dave McCarthy, David Beckett, David Armstrong, Eleanor Shepard, Elliot J. O'Neill, Eloise Young, Jeremy Dillon, Jeremy Neal, Jonathan Elvery, Katie Bishar, Liam Sherlaw, Mark Wilson, Mary Gleason, Matthew Lynch, Paddy Abelos, Paul McWhorter, Sian Vanamkuti, Spencer Scott, Tanya Taylor, and Will McDougall. If you would like to join this list of absolute certified champions of the world, then please head over to patreon.com slash davidjamesyoung to find out more. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash davidjamesyoung. 
Young. In the meantime, if you would like to get in touch with me, barbandspod at gmail.com is your destination. B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Always love hearing from you. Love the feedback. Love uh, any pitches for guests, any pitches for sponsorship. We are open for business. Hit me up. I would absolutely love to hear from you. But until next time, my friends, let's get into it right now with Annabelle and Jun from Miss June. James Young and all my friends are in bar bands. Today I'd like to introduce you to my friends, Miss June. Hello! Hello! Please introduce yourselves. I'm Annabelle. Um, I play guitar and I sing in Miss June. My name's June and I play guitar in Miss June. Sick! Uh, it's Friday night. We're in Canberra, mm-hmm. uh, the warmest, sunniest place in the world. Really? Oh, yeah. Haven't you noticed? <laughs> you haven't noticed? You haven't been outside? It's oh. freezing. Yeah. <laughs> I've only got three layers and a thermal, you know. <laughs> hey, they don't need to know that. No. It's on a visual media. <laughs> we could say we've been kicking back on the beach, doing yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. We could, we why could haven't we been doing that, though? <laughs> like, why know. would you we're, say that? I mean, I mean... We're currently Sitting here having I, a Mai Tai with that. David James Young. Miss June are currently on tour uh, with future guests of the show, uh, literally the one that will be after this episode, uh, <laughs> Ruby Fields. How did the two of you cross paths? Was it kind of like a label thing or to say, you guys should be friends? That was exactly it. Mm. It was like it was... our booking agent was like, yeah, you guys should tour together. And yeah. oh, do you guys, you work with Casey, right? Yeah, yeah at Select. Great. Shout out to Casey. Casey. What a <laughs> um, legend. She is a total legend. And yeah, she just was like, we've got these dates, you should do them. Mm. And we were just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Nothing better to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was awesome. It's like uh, out of nowhere, Casey's like, hey, Ruby Fields is going on tour. Um, you guys should join in. And we were, you know, we were like, cool. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yeah. And then Ruby started DMing me on Instagram and stuff, and that kind of sealed the deal for me. Because at first I was she a slid little into your bit. DMs. She slid into my DMs. I'm a slide. At first I was a little bit hesitant because I thought that our music would be too heavy to match up with Ruby. Mm. But no, I was just sold on like their personalities and their energy. How have the shows been going so far? <sighs> Too good. Amazing. Really, yeah. We've been treated too well. Too well. Um, shout out to Tommy's from the ESP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's the host of the ESP and he oh, just treated in us Melbourne. with everything. Ooh. Like, you know, you know, a whole rotisserie chicken for me. One time I got a Wagyu steak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's been incredible. We actually just played two of our own headline shows, one in Melbourne and one in Sydney. Oh, yeah. And we were like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, back on the grind. This is what yeah. they're like. Here's your three drink tokens. Yeah. And we're like, uh, I went to the bar and I literally gave the guy at the bar my three tokens and said, Can I get an espresso martini with this? And he just goes, Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I asked for a vodka and Red Bull because that's what I drink a day. And I, I lost one of my tickets and they go, It takes two stum drink tokens. I only had one. I was like, Oh. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I can't get whatever I want. I'll take nothing, thank you. And and notably, everything broke. Yeah, everything broke. I mean, like it's funny. It's like we do beautiful with Ruby, and we're supporting we're her. We're like just no no problems, just totally yeah. professional. Yeah. And then we're back on like our own tour, and it's just straight back to the grimy <laughs> punk, fucking yeah. loud as yeah. shit. Soundies are in tears after the show. Yeah. Like literally, yeah. like I'm not even exaggerating. We've pissed everyone off. We've broken everything. We have that effect on people, I <laughs> <We> think. <laughs> We really do. But the shows are great fun. Yeah. But yeah, um, Ruby's tour has been uh, really, really cool. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw you lot was back in December when you guys played with, uh, again, previous guests of the show, the Bats. Oh, oh, again, yeah. a team up you wouldn't think would work given yeah. they are so melodic and wholesome. But uh, <laughs> it was a bloody wonderful night. Given uh. we're so melodic and wholesome. Oh, no, they're so melodic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I just heard wholesome and I was like, that ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> melodic, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's yeah. absolutely them. Yeah. You guys are, yeah. are rat nags. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the Beths are our friends, though, from New Zealand, like, and again, just, like, wonderful, wonderful people, yeah. so we yeah. sort of jumped on. Yeah. I think for a band like us, trying to do supports for people who actually match us genre-wise is mm. extremely difficult. Mm. Yeah, totally. Because we don't necessarily sit in one genre, we yeah. sit across, like, a few, maybe. Yeah. So, like, even when we supported the Chats in Australia, who you'd think would be a better fit for us musically sort of no different musical like yeah, in terms of difference too. from Ruby Fields or the Bats like yeah. we aren't actually like the chats at all really yeah sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was fun as well yeah. <laughs> good stuff yeah yeah I remember during that Bats set you climbed into the crowd and we were fucking arm in arm singing along to whatever oh yeah I remember <laughs> I actually do remember we sang whatever together it was amazing it was yes oh. yes I do I said that the quietest like... moment of the quietest song we're just fucking yeah, we singing saying, along, yeah, like the yeah. loudest yeah. arsehole yeah. Uh, that sounds like you. Yeah, that's just me wrapped up there, our loudest asshole. Yeah, was like, you just—it was just like as soon as you were done, you just like sauntered your way backstage. It was just yeah. like just in and out, just yeah. from that side door at the lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight yeah. out into the crowd, right next to me in the front row, and then off again into yeah. the night. It was perfect. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, you know, I'm happy that we had great. Well, I had great company to do that with. Yes, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I hope we get to do it again sometime. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's Fuck do it tonight. You know, you know, let's do it tonight. Yeah. We'll pick the song, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Careful, because he's going to jump on you now during our set. <laughs> I'd bring it on. <laughs> Look, I'm not as strong as you, but I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole night, just open up. Come on, come yeah. on. Come to Papa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness me. So, I begin these by tracing back the initial interest in music, specifically where it changed from being something that maybe you were watching on TV, listening to on the radio, etc., to being something where it's like, this is what I want to do. I want to sing, I want to play instruments, I want to be in a band, etc, etc. Uh, Annabelle, we'll start with you. Can you tell us a bit how music kind of factored into your upbringing, your childhood, and if there was any kind of switch-on moment for you? Mm. Yeah, there were a couple. I started playing guitar and writing songs when I was about eight. Yeah, and wow. I used to go, like, I had a really great primary school teacher who would let me, like, perform my original songs to my class on Friday afternoons, Sick. which was really sick. So I started doing that for ages, and then I got sent to boarding school. And then once I, <laughs> once I left boarding school, my mum took me to the Big Day Out festival oh, wow. in yeah. um, New Zealand, and I saw the Mint Chicks play live. Fucking right. Yeah, and... 
they were climbing all over the like fucking rafters they were swinging from the trees around the stage they were insane and I literally remember so specifically turning to my mum and saying I think I want to start a band and my mum looked at me back with the most fear in her eyes which has (laughs) never left since (laughs) and I did I went back to school and I like made a rock band at school and and, you know everyone does that and then left school and started playing in other bands and yeah yeah it's just like are you going to take your music lessons no I might do more PA though yeah yeah I I should because fucking in Turkey I fell off I I was trying to climb one of the monitors and I slammed so hard a massive bruise on my thigh I love that Ruben's still doing that now. Like, yeah. I saw UMO yeah. back in uh, September last year at the Enmore in Sydney. And in the first song, literally of the first song, he ran all the way, like, jumped off stage, ran all the way to the back, ran upstairs to the mezzanine, <laughs> played a guitar solo on the mezzanine, <laughs> held up his guitar, and then ran all the way. Yeah, I was just like, that was the first song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think like, it, it must be a New Zealand thing. It is, like, I think, yeah. It is ingrained in me now. Like, once you start feeling that freedom on stage, yeah. it is impossible to play without it. Yeah. And he, he really was the first person they ever showed me that. Yeah. And it's never left me. Previous yeah. guest of the show, Die Die Die. I, I vividly remember, vividly remember Andrew at a home bake, like literally pulling the barrier out, yeah. and yeah. telling everyone to come on stage. Yeah, yeah. that's my ex-boyfriend, by the way. You just dropped my well, ex-boyfriend. They, was he the one that threw you into the? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but I was with Andrew for years, and I actually toured around Europe and around Australia with Die Die Die. And so they really oh, influenced funny. me that, as well. That is yeah. so New Zealand. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's that classic, oh, we don't all know each other. Oh, really? No, we There's all not... know each other. Yeah, we yeah. all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> or we're related to each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's one of the two. Yeah, you can't escape it. It is. <laughs> Do you have a carbon carb connection? Yeah, yes, I love carbon carb. Well, there you We've go. Played They've been on the lots. show as well. Oh, they're a great band. <laughs> so I think good. we can link every New Zealand act that's ever been on this podcast back yeah, to you. Yeah, we've guys. probably no. all played with each other at one point or time. At one point yeah. or time. Yeah. Carbon carb in Japan right now. Is that correct? On tour? Yeah, they, 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 they just finished they, it. Yeah, I think yeah. they might have just finished it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that looks awesome. Mm. So good. So, John, what about you, man? Like, uh, how did music kind of factor into your upbringing? So, um, personally, I was uh, Marwan was like, I was skating with a bunch of dudes at like twelve or thirteen. Mom, I picked up guitar lessons for a stupid reason and I was playing guitar was that to impress a girl of course it's it, it, always to impress. anything that I ever do is to impress a girl you know yeah, so I picked not? up the guitar because yeah, well, it's a long story but like the long story is is like um, there was a girl in my class and I really liked her and she um, picked up the guitar and she said she was like hey James um, well, Jun, I'm playing the guitar now and I go cool and so I ran home that day and I went hey Ma I need to play the guitar. I got a calling. I need to play the guitar. And you know, she's just like, "Why are you gonna play the guitar? You don't, you know, you don't, you don't, you're not musically inclined to anything." And I was like, "No, I have to, please." And I begged her, and I begged her, and she got me a guitar lesson, bought me a guitar, and then I got a guitar. I got my guitar lesson, and as you know, fate has it, I'm not in the same guitar lesson as her, and so I wanted to quit straight away. You know? <laughs> and like you know, when you pick up the guitar, you go, "Hey, girl," you know, like we could do like extracurricular activities together, we could do homework together, we could practice together, oh. and then you slide into the DMs that the original way. Original <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Original yeah. Side. And then, but then she she hated the guitar, and she wasn't even in my class, and I was like, "Fuck, I hate the guitar. I don't even want to do this." But I can't tell my mom, like you know, that yeah, after, I'm, I'm, after everything, exactly, I begged and I begged and I begged. Yeah. So I stuck with it for that 
year, I was like, I'm going to do it for the year, and I hated all of it because um, it, was, it, it was terrible. But then one of my friends who skated picked up the bass while I was doing it, and yeah. um, he brought it to my house one time, and it was for a Guns N' Roses CD, um, Appetite for Destruction. He goes, Sick. hey, listen to this, man. I was like, oh, man, our music's lame, you know, bro? Uh, let's go skate. And then he put it in um, the CD. We listened to it start to finish, and I remember looking at him go, yo, skating's hard. Let's do become musicians. <laughs> let's, you know, let's do this shit. Axel can do it, so can I. Yeah, 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 exactly. Axel and Slash can do it, only the yeah. greatest in the world. If they can do it, so can yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. And they pick up girls. And then little did I know there's zero, zero girls in music. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's even harder than skating, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did you two grow up in similar areas? Like, again, no. it's no. New Zealand, but, you know, no, <laughs> it's, no, it's, no, it's still slightly big. Nah, nah. I, I grew up in um, Whanganui. And you grew up where? Whangaparoa, yeah. Whangaparoa. Yeah, okay, so for people who haven't been, like, whereabouts, like, are they, like... Whanganui is, like, sort of bottom of the North Island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Whangaparoa... About 45 minutes up north from... So um, north, north of, of Auckland north City, yeah. Yeah, right, right, City right. Centre, yeah. So it was both, like, relatively small towns now. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can imagine, like, if you did have any connections with people over music, it's just like, well... We have to be friends. Like, there's only like ten people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me a little bit about the stuff you guys were doing before Miss June formed. Like, uh, actually, let's go right back. When's the first time you ever performed live? Well, for me, it was like, does my class count? Like my primary school Fucking, class? If, if it's in front of other people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I did that, and then I played an assembly. I played an original song and whole of assembly, which I remember like. Were you playing guitar or piano? Or what no, no, I was just singing. Oh, yeah, no, I was just singing for that one. Yeah. And then I used to perform at a local venue in Whanganui called the Savage Club. Okay. And play like um, my like I used to play like folk music and yeah, sort sure. of stuff. So I used to do that. Yeah, I, I've sort of been playing in front of people for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Jim? Um, personally, mine was, yeah, 13, I think, when me and my friend, the bassist, and we created a band together. Yeah. And then we just did, like, an acoustic set of, like, Alice in Chains, I think, nutshell, Sick. in front of our class and stuff like that. And we were just so obsessed with that kind of music. Yeah. Did either of you have, like, those initial kind of just, like, oh, fuck, I'm about to do this kind of thing? Yeah. You know, like, that kind of nervous energy. Yeah. I still have that. I still yeah. have it, too. Yeah. Even now, like, doing this, I'm like, oh, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny being, like, a musician. It's, like, a, it's a different sort of artistry, I think, because, like, when you're, say, let's talk about, like, when you're an actor, you get to play a role of someone else, and you're still performing, but you're playing a role of someone else. And when you're a painter you're being yourself but it's on a different medium when you're a musician like you are yourself within your own medium in front of other people and Mm. it's the most like in my opinion personal form of like self-expression and creativity yeah it's terrifying yeah 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 like totally and like you know naturally with songs you pour out your heart and soul and what what's been relevant in your life or what hasn't you know mm. and how you feel about things and even express like even even I write guitars or play the guitars to express that way you know like this is how I feel and like you know it just comes out that way and it's just yeah. and it's so like it's, it's so yours it's so yours it's terrifying to share that with people yeah. over and over yeah, again yeah yeah for sure do you both move to Auckland Right. When I was 18. Right. And when you. So were... I was always in, technically in Auckland, but I was always yeah. away, yeah. But you're just moving closer. Yeah, I moved a little bit closer, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that where you two meet? Yeah, in yeah. Auckland. We, we met at Auckland University. He was. James was studying jazz. 
Right. Yeah, he's a jazz musician, so are the other two boys in the band. And I was studying medicine, <laughs> but was in need of a band to uh, write some songs with me and to perform a gig with me because I got sort of thrown in the deep end with some gigs. And yeah, right. um, just grabbed these guys from the jazz school and we've been together ever since. Yeah. So were you just doing solo stuff before that? No, so I played in a three-piece punk band with my two best friends, Sophia and Toya, called Girlfriends. Oh, sick. Yeah. There's some early recording somewhere on Bandcamp of that. <laughs> but I didn't sing in that. I just played guitar and I wrote all the songs, but I didn't sing in it. Yeah. And then that band sort of dissipated because they moved. and But they moved and we had gigs booked. Yeah. And um, that's when Miss June formed. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. June, what about you? What kind of stuff were you doing before Miss June started? So I was just in um, punk bands with my um, high school friends. Yeah. And just all throughout that, just punk bands and hardcore bands and middle school bands, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All that, all that whatnot, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, kind of, what kind of stuff in particular? Um, just like man, so much like Rancid was a huge. We started off as punk and then, well, maybe hard rock, then went into punk. But like Rancid inspired, then we went to like real metalcore, maybe like a bit of punk drive. Then we dropped that, you know, very quickly. Then we yeah, went yeah. to like Mastodon, to Linger Escape Plan yeah, kind of stuff. Sick. Yeah, and then but we never performed live. I don't think. Well, live in the sense that we played like a gig like that. Yeah, we just right. performed a lot in front of friends and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like house parties. And yeah, stuff. house parties and stuff like that. So it's just a lot of that, I think. Right. Yeah, and then. Yeah, so stuff like that. So what was the MO when you two got together? Was it kind of like, here's what I want to do and here's what you want to do? Like, can we kind of come to a terms of an agreement here? No, it was, this is what I want to oh, do. Oh, it was all you. Do it or you're out. <laughs> <laughs> For like the first Fascist year. Dictator. Yeah, it was, it was, hey, I'm anti-fascism. But it was, it was very much like... <laughs> that being said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that being said, um, no, it was just more like it was my music and I had already written the set before yeah, I right. met yeah, them, yeah, so yeah. it was very much them learning the set. Whereas after sort of that first year, the album definitely is way more collaborative. Yeah. It's sure, like sort sure. of all of us now. Yeah. So when and where was the first Miss June show? Blood Lucha Feast Lounge. And, yeah, Blood Feast Lucha Lounge. Okay, whereabouts is that? It's a new market. It's a venue that is no longer standing. The old proprietor of the venue, Karen, rest in peace, um, ran it and let a lot of young bands play there. And it was just the the best spot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. sick. What do you remember about that show? I remember Tom being underage. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to um, come in. I remember I wore Nikes. Nike running shoes because I thought they were like it was like cool to wear Nikes. Yeah, right. And it's probably to this day the only time I've ever like played in a dress. Not very practical. No. <laughs> I, I remember. And I played and my Gibson. I played my white yeah. Gibson. I remember I borrowed someone's guitar, Nathan Bird's guitar. But then apart from that, I, I don't remember any of my shows. Unfortunately, you're just trying so hard to like just do it personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so and plus I got terrible memory, unfortunately. You've had a pretty good recall so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> early, early days, though, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's, like, the more recent stuff. It's just like, so what was the show like last week? Oh, fuck, I can't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what day it is today. Yeah, like, honestly, God. Just, we just did Friday. I'm like, what? Friday? Where is it all? Friday? Where did Thursday and Wednesday go? You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well. <laughs> that's another story for another time. <laughs> so were you guys just playing around Auckland when you guys were starting out? Yeah. 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 
gigging as much as we could anywhere uh, we could. Yeah. We actually went to the mountains in Wellington a couple of times. We were very lucky. Oh, yeah, yeah. because that guy who really wanted to date me, Tom, booked yeah. us a show in Mountain. Yeah. We played on a boat. <laughs> Did he succeed? Yeah. yeah. Well, there you we go. dated for like a year. He's a well, great guy. Great, Wonderful guy. guy. Real talk. He was smart. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he put us on a boat show. It was awesome. Oh my god, yeah. the boat show. We played show? on a boat and we were playing a cover of Rage oh, Against the Machine. Oh my god, the boat Killing in the name show. of. Oh my god. So it was a crossover between Drool and Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the name of. Yeah. And just as we got to the part, like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. Everyone was jumping on the boat and the boat started sinking. Yeah. The boat started yeah. sinking. And then the captain had to stop the boat, come upstairs, and she's like, stop the music. Stop the music. You're sinking the fucking boat. Everyone's just in a place. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Fuck you, I won't. What a way to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were ready to sink that boat, man. Yeah. We were ready to sink that boat. This is the last thing yeah. you can see is just two middle figures. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was real cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking but. of Andrew as well, I was I sort of started dating Andrew from Dada Die at that time, and so we did some tours with Dada Die. Yeah, yeah right. And Andrew was really, because he's from Dunedin, yeah. um, all the boys in Dada Die are, and yeah. they were really big on like touring the whole of mm. New Zealand and yeah. not just playing in Auckland and Wellington. So we played a lot in the South. South Island around that time as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, did some tours supporting them. Yeah, really cool. And yeah. We, yeah, I mean, we were so lucky to learn so much from oh, them. Oh, so you know, like, yeah, much from them. It was so unbelievable. much from them. And, you know, um, and they, you know, so inspirational to us too. You know, we were young kids, especially me, for me, like, I was a huge Die 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 fan growing yeah, up. Totally, yeah, totally. And to, um, I remember the first time we opened for them, and I was just like, I went outside that day and I was like, man, like, greatest feeling greatest high best show I still done to this you know that's how I met Andrew was my band girlfriends that I was talking about opened for him um, at the King's Arms oh really yeah he got us to open for them and I my guitar broke in the first song and it was so awkward to the point where the sound he put on the house music and we were all like 17. This is just how we met. Obviously, we didn't start dating yet. Yeah. But I was like 17, and like I was like crying on stage. And then Andrew ran in, and he gave me his guitar. And all I remember was he had a Rickenbacker, mm. like an original yeah, Rickenbacker. Yeah, yeah. And it was so heavy. And I didn't know how to adjust the strap, so it hung around my knees. <laughs> and I just could barely play it, but I felt so like honored. I was like, oh yeah. my God, Holy like I'm playing shit. Andrew yeah. from Dada Dye's guitar. Like, oh my God, oh, so this crazy. is so yeah. cool. I remember my first moment like that. Just, I had an EP, um, Epiphone um, LP100, which is like a Gibson, um, yeah, Gibson yeah, yeah, mini yeah. model for like, you know, beginners. Mm. And I remember I was playing that, and Lord and Cora from the band Cora um, was um, like, one of my guitar teachers, and he also was, lived in my hood. And so um, I remember he's like, hey, He's a real man's guitar, you know, whatever. And he throws me the, um, the Gibson Les Paul, and I felt it, and it just straight away drops, and it hits my knee. I'm, oh! But, it, like, that's the first time I felt so honoured. And, like, this is, like, the heavy. Gibson Les Paul Sunburst with Cherry Sunburst, which is what Slash played. Uh. It's what Lord and Cora plays on tour. Lord and, and Cora like, is such a good day. Yeah, and I was just like, man, this is it. And I felt so honoured to play yeah. that just for that one practice session, you know? <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, like, in this podcast, uh, like, a lot of the artists we talk to in Australia, we know the Australian circuit pretty well. It's just like, oh, these places are great to play, these places are shit to play, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. No one comes to shows here, shit like that. How, like, if you were trying to describe, like, touring through <clears throat> New Zealand, like, all of New Zealand, like, mm. that, those kind of circuits, like, mm. how would you describe it to someone who'd never toured there before? Unfortunately, New Zealand is facing the same problems that Australian cities are facing in terms of a lot of venues are shutting down. Yeah, RIP yeah. to the King's Arms. Yeah, so when we first started playing, like the coolest venue to play was the King's Arms. You yeah. know, it had like a 500 cap room and like it was really yeah. cool and historic. Yeah. That's now closed, unfortunately. Lucha Lounge is closed. 
Um, probably the place to tour in Auckland is Whammy. Yeah, or Wine yeah, Cellar. Yeah, yeah. Then there's like the Tuning Fork is sort of an up and coming venue that yeah. they're building up a little bit, which is actually really good. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Very good. Idols played them. We yeah. were fortunate enough to open for them there. Yeah. Too. Oh, sick. Yeah. yeah, Joe did the show when he was in, here in January. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't they amazing? The yeah, nicest, it's the best. nicest the best. people I've ever met. Straight so up, fucking, up. When I first walked in just for the sound check, you know, and one of them came up to me just saying, Hey man, how are you doing today? How's your day been? And he actually meant it. He just looked into my eyes and I was yeah, like, oh yeah, my yeah. god. Like, and this nice Sweet English people, accent. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, he actually cares about me. It's yeah. <laughs> the nicest thing it's I've so ever rare. felt. It's so rare. Yeah. It is, it is. They're the nicest boys in the world, you yeah. know? Fucking A. Okay, to continue. Yes. Wellington. Again, a lot of venues have closed down. Yeah, sure. Um, the one's still standing, Meow. It's really cool. Mm. San Fran. Mm-hmm. It's a new venue called Caroline that's just opened up. And then you've got, like, your little venues all around, like, Hamilton and the Mount and yeah. all that, which are all still standing. Nirvana Lounge in Hamilton. Yeah. The greatest place to play in the North Island is the Yacht Club in Raglan. Okay. And to any bands or musicians listening to this podcast, go to the Yacht Club in Raglan. Yeah. He will put acid in your drinks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The Yacht Club is the punk capital, capital of New Zealand. Of New Zealand. Yeah. It's, it's the punk Oh, it's unreal. Everyone in the town just goes. Just goes. We had the chick from Home and Away have her her wedding after party there while we were playing. No shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were were like, who is this ridiculously beautiful person in a wedding dress at our gig? And then we were like, what the hell? Yeah, someone told us. I don't watch Home and Away, unfortunately. Someone told us. But yeah, it was like, it's ridiculous. And they just go off. And the staff there are so great. And it's right by the water. We played there with um, DHDFDs. And after the show, we all ran down to the estuary and skinny dipped afterwards. And it was so fun. It was just so much fun. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every show we've done there has just gone bonkers. It's just mm. like people literally climb on walls. Like the King's Brothers guitarist crowd surfed and didn't come down for the rest of the set. The like, entire set. Literally. Fuck, that's teamwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah honestly. Yeah. It's so awesome. <clears throat> I mean, he weighs about 30 kilograms. He's a very small Japanese man. It was just so much. It's the most ruckus That's place. a great place. And then in the South Island, it's the Crown... Oh, there's the crown, and then there's um, there's where's the, dark the spot crown? in Port Chalmers in Dunedin? Um, um, is it the Port Chalmers Hotel? Or? Uh, no, no, no. Um, is that still up and running? They've turned it into a studio now, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's the great. It's so cool here. Yeah. Like, we played, we played on New Year's Eve yeah. there with Dada Die, which was so fun. God, it's escaping. We were talking about it the other day, but like I remember when we first went to Port Chalmers, it's like um, the, out of the hot movie, a uh, movie Hot Fuzz. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like yeah, a weird yeah. town, smallest. And I remember Tom and I were walking up, and there was a cemetery there, and there's a, literally a kid kicking a red ball against one of the gravestones. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember this is the first time in Port Chalmers. It's like a weird, like poor town, sort of deserted almost, and we're just like, we're gonna fucking die. <laughs> this is hot shit. We're gonna fucking die. Holy yeah, shit. but it's the most coolest place. There's like yeah. a bus. Uh, what's the um, Driver's name? Oh, dude, I don't know. We need to go back to Dunedin. Yeah, we do. It's we haven't been, been a while. while. Yeah. And Christchurch, yeah. Yeah, Christchurch Dark, um, dark Room. I think right. that's closing oh, soon. Is it? And they have the Blue Smoke in Christchurch now as well. Okay. Um, and then you can play in Queenstown as well at a venue called the Sherwood. Yeah. Which I got banned from. <laughs> what? Zed Dido Dies show, and I threw a glass of champagne at someone <laughs> and got us all banned <laughs> and then we, we we also squeezed 12 people into a five person room 
That's impressive. Without telling them. I feel like if Andrew ever listens to this, he's going to be like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just more I'm just more curious about the logistics of that. Like, I'm trying to like Tetris it out in my mind. Like, are they sitting under the bed? <laughs> just in a pile. Like, everyone's yeah. on the floor, all on the bed, like, the couch, like, yeah. That's full on. <laughs> what about touring internationally? Like, uh, is that something that's kind of started more for you guys recently? Yeah, well, we just signed a uh, record deal with French Kiss in oh, the sick. States, yeah, 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 who are a subsidiary of Sony. And then we also signed up with The Orchard here. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're doing this tour, and then after this we're heading off to London. Yeah, play two four nights. Shows in London. two nights. Yeah, in yeah. two nights we leave for London, yeah. yeah. And it's we're, we're playing there, London. and then we're going to L.A. and New York as well to play shows. Amazing. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot more international touring this year. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Have, have you guys touched on that much previously, apart from just doing Australia? No, man. It's expensive from New Zealand. Yeah, I can it's imagine. very expensive. Yeah. But we've been over to Australia quite a lot. Um, we have a good relationship with um, Australia. Before we were with Casey at Select, we were with um, Pablo at Bone Surf. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pablo. Pablo. Yeah. He really was the one who just got us over here, got us playing. Um, put in that hard work for us in those yeah. early days. Yeah, what yeah. was the first time you came over here? <laughs> About four years ago, I think, three years ago. I booked all the wrong flights. I got everyone's names wrong. Oh we missed our God. flight. My passport was expired. Wow. We actually played a 2 a.m. Yaya slot after Amel and the Sniffers, and it was the first time I'd seen Amel and the Sniffers play, and I yeah. was so blown away. Yeah. I'll never you, forget just that. Like, fuck, I gotta top that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, it was more just like, fuck, the crowd's keen. Like, yeah. this is good. Um, yeah, no, it was amazing. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah, never was, yeah I'm so thankful to Pablo for that because, like, you know, he went. He's uh, a real tastemaker, Pablo. Yeah, he really yeah. knows. He's amazing. Like, you know, he sees potential in bands before they're really, like, blowing up or, you know, quotation, quotation, blowing up. Yeah. Um, and he, he does that ground level work to get people interested and involved. Yeah. yeah. Like he brought over Mac DeMarco for the first time to Australia, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, he brought over The Garden recently. Yeah. yeah. That was just, fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just so... And he's like... He just got, works so hard and, you know, he did so much for us and for, I'm personally forever and is, you know, thankful for him. Yeah, yeah. totally. Do you feel like the way you guys perform and the shows that you put on differentiates between, like, when it's your show and you know people are coming specifically to see you guys, as opposed to, you know, a tour like this or a tour like the Bets or something like that, where it's very statistically possible that people are going to see you and have no fucking clue who you are? No, it doesn't change. It's all the same. We revel in terrifying people. Because there's always one dude, even if it's the guy that's been working at this bar for 15 years, who just has the biggest grin on his face because he hasn't heard something heavy in those entire 15 years. Like, I live for it. I live for the five people in the Beth's crowd who are just like, yes, I feel alive! Like... I live for that. We we don't change our set. We don't change our energy at all. Nah, not yeah. at all. We don't cater to nobody. Yeah, we don't. Fucking right. people. <laughs> it's, like, you know, it's almost like I'm personally. I'm doing it for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Sure. And you guys are welcome. You know that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the, uh, but it's like really, it's the diligence. I don't even mind, think but. I could. Yeah. Change my, at this point, I don't. There was early days when we would be like, okay, let's try like the first half of our set real mellow, mm. and then we would just like get halfway through the set and be like, oh, I just. I just feel sad now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't work at all. Yeah. I mean, what we learned earlier, it's like, you know, you just got to do you. 
and if people fuck with it, cool, if people don't, so be it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Guys, we will wrap it up here, but before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests, and now it's your turn. I want to know about the best and the worst shows that you've ever played. <laughs> yeah. Personally, the best show I've ever played was the first time we opened for Die, Die, Die. Oh, and sick. I remember, like, crowd surfing and whatever. There was all that whatnot going on. It was, like, a pack room. And people actually knew our songs. I remember yeah. people actually knew our songs and people were singing along. And I remember um, walking outside um, just to get a bit of fresh air because we were in the dungeons of um, Wine Cellar. Yeah. And then I remember walking outside and there was um, a group of four guys, you know, four blokes who looked like, you know, like short kids or, like, coasty kids. And they were just like, you know, John, 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 John. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, it just reminded me of when I was 15. You know, yeah. like when I was 15 with my bros, you know, watching my favorite punk band, yeah. you know, and then, you know, seeing, you know, your like favorite guitarist from that punk band walk up and be like, oh shit, this guy's a real person. And like, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I saw in their eyes. And I was like, man, like, I just saw in their eyes what I used to see in, in others. Yeah. And that feeling of like, I gave it to someone else was like the best feeling I've ever had. That's Not only did I have an amazing show, but to go outside and like experience that, I felt like there's, there's no better feeling than what it, this ever. There's no yeah. better feeling mm-hmm. than this. Um, worst show? Worst show. Right now, the freshest one, last night. All my gear broke on stage. <laughs> yeah, that a was little, a bad joke. And I, had, <laughs> and I had a little panic attack, you know? You're tired, and then your gear breaks, and you just panic attack. Yeah. 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 But we got through it. We're punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> I think, for me, the best show we've ever played, really hard, I actually really had to think about this, but we played this show when we were just starting out at... This kid's dad owned a metalworks oh, in that town. Was lit. That was lit. And it was his like 16th birthday or something. Yeah, and right. he got us to play at the metalworks. And there were like hundreds of kids. And it was fucking sick. Yeah. And I still have kids to this day that come up to I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. Have kids come up to me this day being like I saw you at the Metalworks when I was 15 and it changed my life we absolutely killed that show that was such a fun show (laughs) oh it was also my first time trying edibles Oh, wow. Right, right. Oh, I probably shouldn't Before say that on air. Um, after, like, I mean, I don't condone drug taking, but it's like, <laughs> you know, said. first, first, it was yeah. really crazy, yeah. and it was so fun. That was so much fun. Like, I was going to say, if you did the whole set on an edible, that would have made it even better. No, yeah, no, not yeah. for me. I don't tend to play on, we never really play intoxicated in any way, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, all, like, we're all pretty clean cut, to be honest. Yeah, we're we're yeah. pretty not that cool in terms of drinking and drugs, <laughs> We're not yeah, really into that. <laughs> but, you know, there's room for firsts. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. And then, oh, no, that just made me think of the actual worst time I've ever played. Here we go. I can't talk about Say it. Say it, dog. Say I, it. No, I can't Come talk on. about it. Okay, okay, No, I'm going to tell it. No, I can't tell the yeah, story. No, no, don't tell it. Don't tell the story. It's don't tell horrific. the story. Oh, um, come on. You can't say that. No, I can't. I can't. Um, the the worst. You can leave names out. No, 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 no. Oh, it's all God. on me. It's no one's fault but mine, and I can't me, talk about on. it. Yeah. I'll talk about the other worst show we've ever God played. God damn it! Was our um, album release for Matriarchy, and we played at the King's Arms, and it was our first time headlining the King's Arms. And this big major label at that point wanted to sign us, mm-hmm. and so they bought a bunch of people out to the show and they I could see them the entire show there was a row of them standing at the back of the venue 
and all my shit broke and I was in the foulest mood and we played for I think a total of 15 minutes yeah. and then I stormed off stage and out the venue and then the label never talked to us ever yeah. again but the thing is we only had 15 minutes of material I think. Yeah, yeah we were just so, <laughs> so just we like so we were so young. jaded like this yeah. getting used to like suits at your shows has been something that's that's taken a lot of getting used to yeah. and at the time I was so young and I was so just like anti all of that and it yeah, just totally. felt dirty and I didn't like like it and no. yeah <laughs> it's, it's a real like how do you do fellow kids kind yeah. of thing isn't yeah. it yeah. they just yeah. have no fucking clue what's no going clue. on <laughs> yeah, yeah Steve Buscemi no. yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. if Steve Buscemi came to a show that would be a different matter dude right? I'd be stoked yeah. 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 That's I him, would like put die. him on the door I when you go to the States oh, right? no. Steve Buscemi yeah Ben Stiller was at um, Tom's show with Wax yeah, Channels true. yeah so yeah, yeah. Oh, that's tight as hell yeah fuck that's awesome Miss June, you have a new song. Yes. It's out now. What's yes. it called? Best Girl. Hell yeah. Uh, do you have anything else coming up? Is there a new EP, new album, or anything in the works? Yes, there's an album coming. There's it's an album spooky. Coming. Is it yeah. coming? Yeah. Is it coming out on Halloween? Uh, <laughs> close to Halloween. Oh, well. Now, later in the year, yeah, the album's called Bad Luck Party. Hell Which is yeah. actually a lyric from Best Girl. Well, there you yeah, go. Yeah, but we're very excited. It's our debut album. Excellent. Yeah. I look we... forward to it immensely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks so much for having hey, us. Hey, thanks for being hot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds <Yeah>. dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. I'm David Jim Jong, and all my friends and bosses.